Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. We are now streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn, in addition to Blueberry, SoundCloud, and at www.vhha.com. You can also hear episodes of the podcast each Saturday at 11 a.m. on WJFN 100.5 FM in the Richmond area. Please listen and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. You can also send questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that is pcfpodcast at vhha.com. And with that bit of housekeeping out of the way, let's welcome our guest today. Joining us is Tom Stahl. He is a fifth grade math, reading, and social studies teacher at Cape Henry Collegiate School in Virginia Beach. Over several decades, Tom has made a lasting mark in his community by regularly donating blood and potentially helping save many lives in the process. We'll talk about Tom's extraordinary track record of blood donations in a moment, but first, welcome to the podcast, Tom. Julian, thank you for inviting me to be a part of the show. So, Tom, we learned about you from an article in the Virginian Pilot newspaper that chronicles how you've been donating blood to the American Red Cross since 1979 when you were still in high school. Over 40 years, you're credited with at least 303 blood donations. That works out to about one donation a month. Thinking back over that span of time, what inspired you to first donate all those years ago? <laughs> first of all, it was hard for me to believe that it's been 40 years. It doesn't seem that long, and that article is one that brought that to my attention. But it started when I was in high school. I was 17 years old. It was 1979, and the blood mobile came to the school, and I first gave, and I thought that was pretty cool, but then um, in the early 20s is when I was reading an article about bone marrow donations, and that got me in contact with the, the platelet um, donation, and so I've been giving platelets since my early 20s. Well, thank you for sharing that history with us. Uh, Tom, as you know, many hospitals have blood banks and work with blood donation organizations to ensure an ample supply is available when patients need life-saving transfusions. It's said that one blood donation can potentially save up to three lives. So if we do the math, Tom, that works out to more than 900 people whose lives you've made a difference in over the years, perhaps without ever knowing them. Over all this time, what's motivated you to maintain this practice for this long? So many of us have faced families and friends with, with cancer. My mother died of ovarian cancer, and you know, church members, students, friends have cancer. And so many times, on the outside, you're feeling helpless. What can I do to help? What, what, what can I really do? And so being a platelet donator is one very powerful way that a person can really help people with cancer. And when you're a platelet donor... You're able to give all of your platelets to one person. Normally, when you give a normal blood donation, your blood is separated into red cells, platelets, and plasma. And so, therefore, they need a lot of different donors to give enough platelets. So, Tom, you just mentioned blood donation and the difference or distinction between that and platelet donation. Can you elaborate a little bit on that just so people have a better sense of the, of the difference between the two? Yes, our, our blood is made out of red blood cells, platelets, and plasma. And when you're giving platelets, what happens is your blood goes into a machine and it's spun around in circles and they will return your red blood cells and they keep your platelets. And what's so cool about that is that platelets can only have a shelf life of five days. So you need to give, you know, they need them frequently. 
and your blood replenishes them in a few days, you can give every seven days up to 24 times a year. So that's the beauty of being a platelet donor. Well, thanks for sharing that information. Your blood donating longevity is really impressive. For perspective, we looked up the world record for blood donating. It exceeds 800, <laughs> and it exceeds 800 liters. By our count, Tom, you've donated about 150 liters, which is roughly equivalent to the amount of blood coursing through the veins of 26 adult males. When oh, you, my goodness. Yeah, when you put it that way, it really is a staggering tally that you've racked up. Thinking about that, Tom, I wonder if your blood donation streak has been common knowledge among your students, colleagues, and friends prior to the publication of the newspaper article we mentioned. And since its publication, what's the reaction been like? It's been pretty cool. Um, you know, my students, I would have to say, I have to leave school on time today because I'm giving blood and they ask a little bit about it. Um, the article that came out kind of made people aware about my blood donating. Um, and they call me a hero, which is pretty cool because... To me, heroes are people who save lives like policemen and firefighters. I'm just a teacher, but it's it's really exciting to think that I can save lives in this capacity. Um, I have really great platelets, platelets. Usually when I give, I can give a triple, which means not just for one unit. I can give three units at a time, and so that even helps more. So um, I'm really hoping that Hearing my story, other people will consider giving um, blood donations and maybe even trying platelet donations. Well, I think uh, people who call you a hero, that is an apt description. <laughs> I think you've, you've undoubtedly helped many lives over the years through your donations and molded many young minds over the years as an educator. So thank you for that service as well. Um, and I do want to thank you for sharing your story with us and for setting such an inspiring example. Um, as you mentioned, uh, people who want to know more about blood donation can visit redcrossblood.org. Again, that is redcrossblood.org. Before we let you go, Tom, we'll close with a question that we ask all of our guests on VHHA's Patients Come First podcast. It's one that we borrow from a popular BBC program, and the question is this. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book one album, and one movie would you take with you, and we will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than your preferred religious text, what one book, one movie, and one album would you take with you to keep yourself occupied? Okay. Um, thank you for letting me have the Bible. Uh, I love the Harry Potter series. I read them over and over, so could I have all seven Harry Potter books to pass my time? Sure, we'll okay. give you that. Okay, good. Um, um, movie, okay. You know what? If I'm stranded on an island, I should watch Gilligan's Island so I can watch <laughs> Professor and maybe learn a few tips and I can laugh at all the other characters. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip That started from this tropic point aboard this tiny ship The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure in the theme of what this is all about, how about Macho Man by the Village People? Okay. Well, listen, all, all of that all that donation you've done, I think that does make you a macho man. So I, th I think we can uh, we can we can count that. 
Well, listen, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. As we mentioned at the top, if you like what you heard, please make sure to go to Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star review and subscribe so you'll know when new issues become available. And again, we'd like to thank our guest, Tom Stahl, for being with us today. Thank you very much, Julian. Have a good day. Same to you.